Student Stories Today on the World. I'm Marco Werman. Immigrant kids in rural Kansas balance high school with paying off their debts to smugglers. You know, they work all night and go to school all day, and some of them probably don't even get that much sleep, and then, then they're back at work. And in Belgium, a young Syrian gets asylum but still struggles. I keep all day and all night on my telephone or my laptop, digging on internet, searching for house, for scholarships, for universities. Plus, a classical musician remembers the fifth Beatle, the late producer George Martin. He had a musical, classical musical background, and he understood what we as classical musicians were trying to do, but he could also involve that into the more pop culture, if you like, that he also was involved with. Those stories today here on The World. We have three different stories about immigrants today on the show, and they're all students trying to better themselves in their new countries. In a moment, a Syrian student, now a refugee, hoping for a new life in Belgium. But first, over the coming days, we're going to look at some of the challenges immigrant students face here in the U.S. and why they drop out at such high rates. This first story is about a high schooler in Kansas. He's from Guatemala, one of the many Central Americans who fled the violence and poverty back home in recent years. And as reporter Esther Honig found out, this young man carries a debt that would bewilder most American kids his age. In the small rural city of liberal Kansas, a neighborhood of trailer homes is just off the main drag. In an old yellow trailer, I meet a family from Guatemala, and Diego. He's 17 and got here about a year ago. Diego says he came here to support his mom back home. He's the oldest son. In Guatemala, Diego's mom works odd jobs, can barely afford food. She also worried about Diego getting wrapped up in the vicious gangs in their town. So it was decided that at age 16, Diego would migrate by land to Kansas to live here with his half-brother, someone he only met when he got here. Diego asked not to use his real name. His relatives here are undocumented, and he's also waiting for a court to decide whether he'll be able to stay here or get deported. While he waits, Diego is in 10th grade at Liberal High. He says he has tough classes, but he likes them, especially science. I like the school because I, that teach me the, the English. But there's one problem Diego can't get off his mind, his debt, the smuggling fee for bringing him to the U.S. Diego says he paid a lot to come here, nearly $3,000. His half-brother paid the smuggler with the agreement that Diego would work here to pay him back. Diego says that debt weighs on him every day. Sarah Carrillo, Liberal High's social worker, says Diego's situation isn't unusual. When they come here, maybe 10% of them have come to join parents. Most of them are with cousins, aunts and uncles, someone from the neighboring village, the host wants him to drop out of school, get a job, start paying rent. That's Diego's reality. Right now, he's doing well at school, but he says soon he'll need to juggle studying and work, probably a night shift at the meatpacking plant here to pay off his debt. Read read the words. I'm sleeping like a log. I'm sleeping like a log. One of Diego's classes is English as a second language. Teacher Lori Navarro has enrolled about 14 new students from Central America in her class over the past year. You know, you think you have it bad, and then you hear everything that they've gone through, and then what they're still going through here. 
In her classroom, there's a wall lined with stories by her students of their path to Kansas. Navarro says many of her students have worked at the meatpacking plant to pay off smuggling debts or lawyer fees. You know, they work all night and go to school all day, and some of them probably don't even get that much sleep, and then they're back at work. Last year, nearly half of the Central American migrants enrolled at Liberal High dropped out before finishing their first year of school. Another seven transferred but never requested their records to re-enroll elsewhere. They sort of vanished. With one of our kids that we lost this last semester, I mean, a bright student, a great student, and you could tell he didn't want to go, but the choice he had to make was to get a job so he can start, you know, providing us well financially. As for Diego, he says he wants to graduate and not drop out. But he says he must pay his half-brother what he owes if he wants to keep living with him. It means Diego will likely spend the rest of high school.